Hello and welcome to episode 16 of The Manic Podcast. My name is Liam and I'm going to be your host. Sitting very close to me to my left is the inevitable Tobias. Oh, inevitable. Hey Tobias. Hey Liam. Now Tobias, before we get going, yes. it's very important that we put out and make it very clear there is a serious spoiler warning on this podcast. Serious spoiler. I mean, Thanos has demanded our silence, and we're breaking it. We're not. We're not following Thanos's orders anymore. No, it's all right. Because if you've not seen Endgame, what are you doing listening to this podcast? Because as we speak, the film has been out for five days. Yeah. And I'm hoping that this will go out to the public six days. But you're doing the editing, <laughs> and you've not been on time with the past three podcasts. And let's be honest, we've got an hour and a half episode of Game of Thrones to watch tonight. Yeah, we do. So I'm hoping this will go out very quickly. So if you haven't seen Avengers Endgame, yeah. go back. Turn back now. Listen Even- to last week's episode. Yeah, our predictions about if what you've would seen happen Infinity War, and if you haven't seen Infinity War, then seriously, what what's wrong? And with if you? you don't know what the MCU is, just go away. If you prefer DC, that's your opinion to, to think that. But you know, this probably won't no. give you much. <laughs> no, this isn't for you. No, but what is for you? <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> that's, a, that's a weird link. I didn't mean it that way. Uh, how do I rephrase this? Liam, yeah, wasn't Endgame brilliant? <laughs> it is. I'm also going to put a quick disclaimer out for my voice. Oh, yeah. Because I have a feeling that at multiple points throughout this podcast, I'm going to sound like a cross between an elderly man trying to scream and a child going through puberty. Because my voice is not in a safe place right now. A safe place? No, it's not in a safe it's place. Not, it's not in its happy place at the moment. No. But that being said, Endgame! Endgame! Can't do that at the moment. <laughs> I can. I'm going to do all the. the you do all bits. the dr- dramatic stuff, and I'll do yeah. the the, uh, the not dramatic talky stuff. Yeah, we all saw. Uh, we all saw. Both of us saw it uh, on opening day. Didn't yeah, we? on the uh, for um, Thursday. On Thursday, and I saw it. Well, we were both in the cinema at the same time. Different yeah. cinemas. You saw it at a half ten showing, ten. and I saw it at an eleven thirty. Oh, a ten showing. Ten was it? o'clock. And I saw an eleven thirty showing. Yeah. We weren't lucky enough to be part of that midnight screenings. No, no people who were, but we... No, I think we, I enjoyed it more staying awake for it. Yeah, <laughs> and actually, we had really good seats. And I actually made, had really good seats as well. Uh, because there was no queue, being that early. We, no. we got to the Odeon in Norwich, and we just just walked in. We, we hadn't booked specific seats. And there was a couple in there. Literally, a couple of people sat in there before us. Oh, really? And we... Our, our biggest conversation in our group that I went with was me and Craig wanted to sit in the middle and Lee and her boyfriend wanted to sit Oh, of in course, the yes, because you went with the group, didn't yes. you? Yeah. And what happened was me and Craig won. Uh, and we sat in the middle. And Lee was very worried because she knew what she was like. It's a very long film. It's three hours. And she needed to be on the end in case she had a wee, so she didn't have any drink. Did you have to leave at any point for a toilet No. Break? No, neither did I. No, High five, Tobias. High five. And I'll leave that in because that's an achievement. Because yeah. it is a long film. Three hours. And only at one point did I get a little bit fidgety, but that wasn't because of the film. That was because of the seats. Do you know what? Cool. There was a point where I thought I was going to have to go to the toilet, but I realised that it was just me making myself think that. Because yes. I was worried about leaving. When for the you toilet. know that you you can't or you shouldn't do yeah. something, you just want to do that thing. Yeah. But no, I was just from the start of the film, I was gripped. Me too. Me because too. for a near three-hour film, there wasn't any let-up really. They no. had nice character moments, but no. they're important. I've seen since watching the film, I've seen a lot of those 
online things of these are the moments to go to the toilet. But I, I do. don't really agree with any of them. No, you're gonna miss something. Like one of them was the whole first Hawkeye scene of like in, but not with oh. his family. The one in Tokyo. They were like, "This is when you should go." I'm like, "No, no, no." But before we get into the film, film, I will say I was a little bit worried when I walked into the cinema because I couldn't sit in my normal seat where I normally sit. I had to sit seat. slightly off centre, and there was a group of lads, and I'm going to call them lads, sitting behind where I was sitting, who, whose like opening gambit when I sat down was them just talking about the film, but like really gangster to themselves, very loudly as well. And I thought, please don't do this during the film. <laughs> yeah. Like, yo, what's you doing, blood? That kind of stuff. They okay. were saying blood and stuff, and okay. it was too gangster for me. And I was like, I hope they're not going to be loud during the film. But they were good. They were good. They respected it. Yeah, I'm just going to say. Yeah. It was all right, wasn't it? It was all right. <laughs> I mean, actually, we haven't got a lot to talk about, have we? Tell me one thing that you really liked. Just anything. It doesn't matter at what point in the film. I don't know if they're officially calling it Professor Hulk, but I liked... We'll call Professor Hulk. Professor yeah. Hulk. I liked the fact that he was intelligent as a Hulk. That was cool. I do like... We didn't see how he got there, but when, no. you, when you look at uh, where he was in Age of Ultron leaving... Yeah. Then in Ragnarok, he'd been Hulk for such a long time. Yeah. He was basically just Hulk, really. But then we had Infinity War where Hulk wouldn't come out once he'd been beaten. Yeah. And it was just um, Mark Ruffalo as Bruce Banner. And then this film merged the two. They got, he yeah. got control over it. He was geeky. It was a geeky yeah. Hulk. Which, it was cool. Which I think played off very well when I'm going to name something that I really liked. Because I love Avengers, obviously, we're talking about the Avengers. Yeah. But I love all things time travel. Yeah. And so we will be talking about the time travel element yeah. because it actually is a major part of the film. But isn't it cool when they go back to uh, Battle of New York in 2012 and he has to pretend yes, I was to, about to Hulk say. smash? <laughs> yeah, that was one of my favourite Hulk moments because and it was him just kind of going... <laughs> so also, when you're watching the old Hulk... When he's not allowed in the elevator. <laughs> no likes stairs. Actually, to be honest, it had some really good character moments in this It film. really did. But considering that, like, Infinity War was so chocker with just get the story moving. But also, in Infinity War, you did have so many characters. Whereas this is one that you could focus a bit. Because even though... Even though there are a lot of characters... Actually, you do have a main core in this one. It's not everyone all over the no, place. No, there was clearly... I mean, to be honest, we were quite lucky that half the cast weren't in most of it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, in Infinity War, they were all really there. Yeah. Minus, like, Hawkeye. Yeah. But for this one, you had your dusted lot, who weren't really in it until the last, like, what, ten minutes? No, actually, I thought the dusted lot... I mean, obviously, we've got to talk about the fact of... Marvel kept saying that they weren't... They, they were probably dead, and they weren't coming back. Yeah. But we knew they were going to come back. I don't yeah. think you could go into that film and go, well, they're all dead. No. It's like, we know they're coming back. There's a Spider-Man film coming out in a couple I mean, of months. I mean, I've already said to you off-cast that one of the trailers they showed before Endgame was the Spider-Man trailer. Yes. Which yeah. is not a spoiler because we knew he had a film, but it kind of felt spoilery for a, for the, considering the film you're about to watch, he's, he's dead. Yes. In. And it's like, you knew that was going to happen. But I tell you what... Because we, obviously, in the last podcast, tried to make our little predictions. Yeah, and we got some stuff all right, and I'm... some stuff really far wrong. Yes. Yeah. I tell you what, I would never, ever have thought. I'd never predicted Fat Thor. No, but you know what? Thank you. Cosplay <laughs> for the fat people. I honestly said, coming out of the cinema, I went, finally, this is the first time I can actually say, I oh, could be Thor. The problem is, now you're going to get lots of Fat Thors at all the conventions, because that's what the fat people can now do. 
That's true. Because that my thing about cosplay is I always think I don't want to just be the fat version of a non-fat character. Yeah. But now we've got fat thoughts, so you just have lots of fat thoughts. Lots of fat but actually, there was a lot of comedy actually in this film, considering that it was quite think, a depressing story. I didn't think there was going to be any Considering that the film opens up with Hawkeye losing his family... For a minute, I forgot we had done the spoiler. I was like, oh no, are we doing spoilers? Yeah, yes, we're doing spoilers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah of, course, of course we're doing. <laughs> We've already talked about people coming back. This is true. Oh, this is true. Yeah, that's what? the big spoiler, yeah. Obviously. Now, it's. I think it's clever how they brought everyone back. Yeah. Um, I think they didn't just, even though there's time travel, they made their rules. They went, no, we can't just undo it. No. That's not how this is going to work. We're going to have to go back, get all the stones... Do a snap ourselves. Yeah, which I wasn't sure if they'd go for just do another snap or if it was going to have to be more complex. But I like the fact that it was quite a simple concept. Yes, it was. They just needed to work out how time travel worked. And it, even in the film, they, they had questions. They did. And they basically say, so actually, I think it's that man who says, what you're telling me is Back to the Future is a load of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, it's a good job they put the the characters questioning time travel yes because they did what all the audience would have done of well what what rules are you going by because yeah. every film handles time travel differently yeah and I will say whilst I'm a, obviously I'm a major fan of Star Trek one episode in Star Trek will deal with time travel in a completely different way to another episode so it contradicts itself a lot the problem with time travel it's such a loose concept anyway that you don't have anything really solid to go no, in no because anyway. actually as we stand that we know, time travel isn't real. Or is it? Yeah, but it could be, but we wouldn't know necessarily. This is true. For we know, time travel could be happening right now. Technically, I am from the past. What? Well, now I'm like a minute older, so I'm from the past. I see what you're saying. Time travel! That's not time travel. Endgame! That's, that's, that's ageing. <laughs> that's not what we're talking Gosh, about. Gosh, I don't have a superpower. No. But they, they make the rule, and I think it's a good rule to make. Uh, I kind of I like this to follow this one. You can't change the past. No, they very much went. Was it who Tilda it, Swinton's character? Wasn't it very much? Well, that's a different thing because you've just brought in Tilda Swinton when she's dead. <laughs> so that's that in itself. Yeah, you know what? That's true. That, no, they did the whole thing. Hulk. With... Hulk explains to the group that your past is your past and you can't change your past. Yeah, but you can go back into the past and basically that becomes your future. It's clever the idea that your your current world that you live in now will always be what you've you've experienced so if you then travel back in time your present is now your past yeah so it becomes part of the your your timeline so but what happens which actually is, is not something i've ever really thought about because obviously like they're that. going back they're getting the stones from when they know that the stones are in the closest areas yeah so they can make fewer trips they're using the quantum realm, which was introduced in the Ant-Man films. Yeah. We should actually put some sort of idea to what they're doing here. Just going, time travel! Time travel! <laughs> uh, worked out by Tony Stark, who's back, yeah. on, who's back on Earth. Who was hesitant for about five minutes. I Actually, that's something I did like. It wasn't like he just came back and everyone was friends. Do you know what? He really when, laid into Steve when Rogers. He, he um, really kind of flipped out, didn't he? He kind of, just before he collapses, because he's not eaten for so long. Actually, one thing I will say about that bit is my partner, who's not the most like savvy with like effects and things. Yeah. One thing she did say when we came out is she liked how like withered they made Tony they, look they when he came back. Ill, didn't she they, was yeah. like, he they did really well with making him look thin. Yes. And actually, when he came back, you could see it had taken its toll on him. And he was like, I'm done. Yeah. And when he just has a go at Steve saying, "You said that we do it together, and if we lose, we do that together." Liar. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah. And actually, when um. When Captain America and that lot turn up at 
Tony's retirement home, really, yes. with his daughter. Yeah, because five years have passed. Five years have yeah. passed because Tony's now got a daughter. Yeah. At the look that Tony gives to all of them. Yeah. He kind of greets them all with almost like a little, oh, old friends look, except for Cap. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, wow, five years have not healed oh, anything. Say, I, I yeah? don't know if you realise, you know before the time jump, yep. uh, Cap goes to like an AA's meeting almost. It was like for people who were dealing with the loss of everyone who... Is that not after the time jump? No, I don't think so. No, it's be- because they won't let it go. It's at that point. Right, okay. You know, it's, they haven't moved on. It's that oh, okay. No. I thought they said about five years, innit? No, not before that, I don't think. Okay, I know the bit you mean with the, the little meeting. Yes. Yeah, that was, the guy that who does cool. most. The guy who does most of the talking. Yeah. He's the director. Oh, is it? He's one of the two brothers. brothers. I think during watching it, I thought he looked familiar. So I probably recognise him. Yeah. I've seen a lot of interviews with the Russo brothers. Yeah. Uh, but no, so going back to the time travel thing, they say you can't change your past, but obviously they're going back in to get the time stones, which alters things. But yeah. instead of altering your past, that's happened. You can't change that. What you're doing is you're creating new timelines, and that's really yeah. explained by Tilda Swinton in the past, who's uh, the ancient one from the Doctor Strange films. Which I like the fact that that scene with the Chosen One and um, like Professor Hulk yeah. was nice because... It shows that she was doing something during the the events of the first Avengers film. Yes, because that she, you see her fighting off the Chitari. I hadn't really registered that, but yes, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. obviously, the first thing you see is you see you see obviously the scene with the Avengers. Yeah, you see the, the Hulk bit the, the, with yeah. the, the original Hulk, and then our Hulk pretending to be Hulk. Yeah. Then it clips to it cuts to the top of um, whatever building Doctor Strange is set in. Well, the, like yeah, their academy the, or whatever yeah. it is. And she's fighting off some Chitari with her magic. Yeah. And I thought, this is really cool. It's like when we when you watch Lost and you see the same scene from a, an early series in a later series from a different angle. Yes, because it wasn't just the six Avengers dealing with it. No, it's like actually, every, it answers the question of, well, where were you during that? Yeah, well, that's actually where you were. Yeah, that. it's like, okay, you, you were dealing with it, you had your own stuff to deal with. Yes. Which, uh, is a, which is a line that Carol Danvers says repeatedly in this film. Well, you're not the only one with problems, yeah. basically. So that was an excuse to keep Captain Marvel the most powerful one out of the way. Which they did. Them. They did her, The thing that they did in her film, they did in this film as well. They're like, you can come in in the last minute. Yeah. I don't will say. Quite like her with short hair. I, thought, I, thought I liked one. it. Again, my partner not a fan. I'm like, but that's more like comic book look. She looks more... Yeah, she looked close to the comic and both me and Craig were like, oh, I like her. I know. She yeah. generally had a good look for this film. Yeah. But anyway, uh, but no, I like that whole scene, like you said, between the Ancient One and uh, Hulk. But she does that thing that she does to Doctor Strange, where she pushes his like spirit out of yeah, the body. and I was a little worried or unsure. I thought, is she about to separate Banner from Hulk again? Because no. in my yeah. mind, I wasn't, I'd forgotten that that's what she did to, yeah. to Stephen Strange. Um, I thought she was going to push him out and it was going to be Hulk and Banner separately. No. Because I thought that has another element. Yeah, no, no, I kind of got. But then, then I very quickly yeah. remembered what how it worked. But I just like the fact of because he's there to get the time stone. Yeah, and she just will not give it because it's like, well, no, then I won't have it, and then what will happen to my future? Yeah, and then he's like, well, why did Doctor Strange? And she just went. There's an instant where she just goes, take the stone, take the stone. If he gave it to you, it, there's it's yeah, because 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 Banner goes, well, he gave it up. Yeah. He gave Thanos the stone. Yeah. And she's like, wait, what? He's the best of us. Why would he do and that? And then instantly, in a moment, she's like, take the stone. Yeah. There has to be a reason he did this. Yeah. And it, it, it 
it's quite a powerful scene, and it, I mean it, that is spread out over a, a good like half an hour. Yeah, it it cuts back and forth from other scenes. And to be honest, because back in our last podcast, I I we were discussing fan theories, and the fan theory that I discussed was the idea that Thor was going to go through town, time making an army of which the... we were far away from in that, that idea, but they did go fr- it did through ex- time. Yes, they did, and also that wasn't anything to do with Thor. But we no. did, we didn't know why the ancient one would be in it. No, so now it all makes perfect sense. It now does. you go, of and course. actually, she had quite a big role in the film, really. Well, it was an important role. She didn't yeah. have a big. She wasn't on screen for that long, but it just gave. Yeah, gave the stone, you know, and it gave actually an easier time than the others had. Yeah. Uh, although I will say, one of my favourite things was Captain America fighting Captain America. It was the way he was kind of. He was, he was talking in his comms, wasn't he? Yeah. And then he was like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> but Although, the cap, if you talk about Captain America, one of the funnest, funnest moments is him just in the lift going, Hail Hydra. Yes, because when he started getting in with, again, we didn't know how Crossbones was going to be no, in it. Yeah, uh, it and it had together. Alexander Pierce, not in, the, not in the lift. But when he starts getting into the lift with almost the same bunch of people that he had a fight with in Winter Soldier, almost. Yeah. And it was like, are we going to have another one? No, Because what's, what's the phrase he says in Winter Soldier, isn't it? Like, are we? Before, does anyone else want to get out? Like, or... be, yeah, before we get started, does anyone want to Yeah, get and out? it is... It's same sort of thing, isn't but it? But it's the way he goes, Hell Hydra, and then he just, the next shot is him just getting out with the, yeah, the scepter and, and the thing. That is like, brilliant. Yeah. Um, um, I, I will say, because that's all the Tilda Swinton and the Captain America, but that all takes place in the... Um, Back in time from the first event. In 2012. The only yeah. part of all of that which I was a little disappointed about, yeah. I thought we might have got a, a Coulson glimpse. Uh, I thought we he... might have had no, something. No, he was already dead by that point. Oh, of course he was. So they but I thought we might somehow have him in the film. That was the only yeah, thing. That I was a little way. upset that they didn't in any way mention or even refer or tie to any of the the... The series. No, oh, no, they did. Did they? Yes. Did see, I miss it? Yes. Oh, what was it? Right. It's not. It's actually a character. A character from one of the TV series is in the film. Who? In time as well. You know, um, when Tony Stark is talking to Howard Stark, his dad. Yeah. And giving him like advice for fathers and all this kind of stuff. When uh, Howard Stark goes to his car and talks to his butler, Jarvis. Yeah. That uh, played by James Darcy. James Darcy as Jarvis is in Agent Carter. I haven't seen Agent Carter. They guest period. Uh, oh, I think they guessed okay. in Agent of Shield, but he's the first TV character to cross over. To cross over into the films. Uh, the oh, first that, one. Okay, oh, that's annoying that he's the first one. <laughs> yeah, all of them. But at least there is a link now. It's one without any powers. Yeah, but, but they use the time travel bit to do it. Actually, so. to be honest, the whole um, Tony Stark talking to his dad was quite a good yeah. touch. And then obviously you've got uh, Steve Rogers seeing Peggy from afar, which yeah. does obviously come back into it later. Uh, now and got... I will say we touched on the idea that last time maybe it would be Captain America who had to go and get the Soul Stone and throw someone he loved in. Yeah. And I thought because obviously by this point we hadn't seen anyone go for the Soul Stone. What do you mean? We hadn't seen the whole oh, no, Natasha no, no. and Hawkeye. We element. didn't know where everyone was going. No. So I thought the fact that you saw Steve see is it Peggy? Yes. I thought maybe this is going to be a way of getting her well, towards the lot, Soul Stone. A lot of the fan theories had been the two people to go to the Soul Stone would either be Cap and Tony or Cap and Peggy. Cap was often one of the two that was very... I think it, anyone who says they outright predicted it was going to be Natasha and Hawkeye is a liar. 
Do you know what I mean, though? Yes, I agree. Because it's, it's highly unlikely that you would have predicted no, that. No, but I tell you what, the moment I realised that Hawkeye and Black Widow were the two who were going, yeah. I... Okay, I can't say I 100% knew, but for, you'll know from the last podcast, I had predicted that Hawkeye would survive the film. I will say that I had no, no inkling of who was going to survive out of the two of them from that scene. But looking back on it now, it was very obvious it was always going to be Hawkeye surviving. Mm. Because they started the film by killing his family, it made sense to end it by giving them back. Yes, it It, it makes sense. Considering it's the end of a saga, it makes sense to close it off nicely. As best as you can. Again, we we were right with our our prediction that it was his daughter he was training. Yes. We were wrong with the element that we thought that might take place after the snap, maybe. She survived and he was training her to help fight. It was before the snap, yeah, and it, yeah, yeah, yeah. it ends with her dusting. Yeah, we see his whole family. Which actually, very well played. Very good start to the film. Yes, the moment it's the first shot is him helping her draw back the bow, mm. and I was like, oh my god, this is a brutal way of starting the film. Yeah, but it sets the tone because to be honest, the first forty minutes of that film is quite depressing. But very good. Very it's, good. it's depressing, but you, what, you know it's going to get better. Something that surprised me. There's many things that surprised me, uh, but. I I can't remember if you've seen Captain Marvel or not. I've seen all of the films up to date. Right. I was surprised that they didn't recap a scene from Captain Marvel. Because if you look at a certain through line, this is very much the writers and directors assuming that you have seen every film. But I think for this kind of film, you, you, you have, have to. to assume but then, most our, um, well, more my friend, but mutual friend John, yeah. he wants to see Endgame. But he hasn't watched any of the others and enjoyed them. And he, at the moment, what he has agreed, because he had about three of us telling him today, is if you watch only one film before, watch Infinity War. You have to watch Infinity War because you will not Did get... he not see Infinity War and no. really hate it? No, he hasn't seen that one yet. What was it? Guardians that was... he didn't like. Black Panther he didn't like. I mean, I've got a loathing feeling right now. Yes. <laughs> but we have said, at the very... It won't make any sense Yeah, if you're if going you to watch. watch Endgame, you need to... It's basically... Part two. It is basically. You've got to watch part one. It does totally feel very different film. Oh, completely. But again, we said just before coming in here, because it's important to say that we saw these, what, five days ago now? And we have not spoken about this. No, we have. This is the first time we've spoken about it. I have been talking about it constantly. But just before we came in, we did say outside that. I think when it comes out on DVD, the ideal way to watch this would be watch Infinity War and Endgame as a, like a marathon. I do wonder if like they a five would... and a half hour film. I do wonder if they'll do some sort of special edit. That'd be cool. Yeah, because I think that that'd be a great way of watching it. Finishing the point that I was starting. Yep. <laughs> if you look right at the end of um, Infinity War. Yep. The post credits is Nick Fury and Maria Hill dusting. Yeah. Right? Those two characters are not in the main body of that film at all. So if you left the cinema or just switch off at the grip, you would not have seen that those characters dusted. No, true. At the end, I think it's the mid credit sequence of Captain Marvel, you see Captain Marvel turn up at the Avengers HQ. Yeah. Right? This film. Didn't have that. If you hadn't seen Captain Marvel, if you hadn't seen the post credit scene of Captain Marvel... You don't know how she's been introduced She's them. just one of them. Yeah, actually, I hadn't, just I hadn't registered that at all. It's, she turns up, saves Tony Stark, 
takes him to HQ. I suppose that would kind of be your link to it, wouldn't that be the only link to it, wouldn't you? You wouldn't know yeah. that she's met them first. It's all a bit weird from that point if you haven't seen the stuff. Yeah, actually, it's, it's I almost was a little bit inconsistent. Yeah, no, that makes sense. So I, I thought that was a clip they'd taken directly from it. But if anything, that's a clip they'd filmed for it. Yes. Or they just had an extra clip and they were like, meh, put that in. I honestly thought the. I mean, they did do it in a way because they showed us Hawkeye's family uh, disintegrating. But I thought we would see the Nick Fury scene again and we'd see Captain Marvel turning up and those little post-credit things. Because yeah. in the past, the post-credit scenes have been... You see them again in maybe a different extended way. There's more context to yes. them. Yeah. But the, no, this time they've just gone, you probably saw To it. be honest, they had enough stuff to fit into Endgame to, get, to start with, didn't they? Yeah. Um, oh, right, because we're going to be jumping about. Yeah. Yeah. I did... No, what you know, something that surprised me in a I'm not sure no, not in a negative way. Just in a I really expected to see Vision again. Do you know what? Up until this very moment I'd forgotten about Vision. Vision literally died in Infinity War and because I guess Shuri, who was trying to deal with him, and is really the most intelligent person there. Yeah. Because she got dusted, which we didn't see in Infinity War. I suppose the only thing about that is we could still see more vision. Because we, now they're back. Technically, he is just a dead uh, 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 robot with no power. He can be fixed. Yeah. But I just had not assumed that Paul Bettany wouldn't be in the film. Yeah, no. You know what I mean? That, I just didn't think. I suppose about. he wasn't in any of it, was it? No. There was no photos of him. No like references. They meant no. They referenced. They, oh yeah, they referenced him because about. obviously when everyone came back, there was a conversation between two characters. I can't remember who. Well, obviously Scarlet Witch was one of them, and referenced losing someone. Yeah. So that's obviously Vision. Um, but no, it was just kind of right because I just I just want to talk about lots of things I like. I just want to yeah. fanboy my way through things. That's pretty so much I'm just I'm just going to jump to something that we're not discussing right now <laughs> because I just need to talk about the fact that Captain America picks up Thor's hammer. I absolutely loved that bit. They signposted I it. I liked it. Do you know the only element I, I didn't like? Right. I didn't like Thor's line of, I knew it. Yes, because... I thought, no, you didn't know it, and that almost feels a little bit forced. Yeah, but actually, that fits quite well with Age of Ultron, when they're all trying the hammer, and when Steve goes... And it, it kind of wobbles. It, and he yeah. looks so worried. Yeah. But at the same time, Thor, in this film, has basically given up. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's complete. Although, on that note of it, it is funny, later on in the big fight, when they're fighting, and he goes... Um, Cap goes to take one of them and Thor goes no 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 you take the small one yeah so you have the small one uh, that's funny but honestly did you not think right so you've got Captain America he's got his shield he's now which it's is... the most badass thing I've ever seen in my life it's great and, and I will say I, I've never been the biggest Cap fan I, I like I, Cap I love Cap but to me it's, I like the more obvious superpowered characters yeah but to be honest that is the most badass Cap moment I've he's seen he's so kicked ass and did you not think he was going to die when he it's just him and Thanos it's like this is how he's got to go yeah and then I mean then Thanos Obviously, before that, blows up the, the, the Which, HQ. I thought, is this not going to kill someone? Well, I've had this discussion with other people today. Did and did Paul Rudd, without a helmet on and not shrunk, get a blast to the face? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? I think there are some moments in this film you have to go, yeah, that happened. And I'm going to say, this is confirmation of a character surviving. How is Rhodes... How is War Machine still alive? Do you know what? He's the luckiest son of a bitch in the world. I really thought, right? By I actually really liked the moment when we finally see Pepper Potts in an Iron Man outfit. Yeah. Because actually she's... And there's that moment with Tony Stark and Pepper when they're both in the Iron Man outfits working alongside each other. That's and cool. that's really actually, cool. Actually, there is the whole female Avengers moment. There is. But without Black Widow, she missed that. That's, that's I don't want to talk about Black Widow. That makes me sad. 
Uh, <laughs> I, will, I, I, oh, I was going to say an element I didn't like, but I've forgotten it. It will resurface. It was very, it was, I mean, we were talking about the all females coming together sort yeah. of scene, and it kind of was almost a little bit pointless. It was very much like, yeah. But at do the you know what? Thing, it felt equality. It felt, well, we need to do this. They're all here. Yeah. But to be honest, they were quite badass as well. Yeah. Um, oh, because we're obviously supposed to be dealing with the fact of predictions that we made in the last podcast. Yeah. No Hella. No Hella. They didn't do death. No. Until, but it should be pointed out that we knew that there was an actress in that film and she got cut. Catherine Langford for 13. Oh, you did mention. Oh, I know what I was going to mention. And she wasn't in it. Yeah. She had, and maybe she was deaf. Or, and no, Hella wasn't in it. Natalie Portman was. Oh, that's what I was going to mention. <laughs> Do you know what? I'm so glad she was available to film Getting Out of a Bed. There was a sec- There was another scene. I mean, that was pretty much the big scene of her scene, wasn't it? It was. She it was did. her getting out of bed, walking away, and then then a very sinister rocket creeping up behind her with, with a pokey stick. Mm. I'm not a Natalie Portman fan, and she annoys me because of her attitude towards the franchise. Yes, but she so do you know what? I'm glad that if she was in it, that's what she was in. Because we'd yeah. seen her at the, pr- she, she at the premiere, and, and the we were bite. like, we were like, no, if you become Thor, I swear to God, I'm not watching anymore. Actually, that was because we're just going. I'm just going to jump to the end of the game. Jump all over the film. It makes sense. Right. Well, obviously, all the Guardians are back. So that's set for the next Guardians film with Thor. With, with them. Thor. Fat Thor still. But that's fine. Well, because he is still Thor. He hasn't given... I've got cramp on my foot. It's fine. Carry on. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I saw <Sorry>. you. <laughs> it's because my foot twitched. What's and then I felt like something really bad was happening. <laughs> I've got enough pain in my throat. I don't need my foot to fall apart oh, as well. <laughs> I, was, I wish we were filming this. That was amazing. <laughs> Acting. Yeah, yeah, that was oh, wow. Right. Um, um, yes, Thor is with the um, Guardians. Yes. And that was a funny scene as well. It was. It was good because they'd already set up in Infinity War that him and Chris Pratt, they've got quite a good... There's like a of... power struggle. Yeah. So it's like, it's like, I'm in charge. I know you are. Yeah. Yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah. We know who's it in do, charge. It, it doesn't yeah, we do. sound like you know I'm in charge. <laughs> that was brilliant. Like, we know who's in charge. Yeah, we do. But it... It's me, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, right... We kind of, I, I guess we sort of thought he might give the title of Thor, because Thor is being taken by quite a lot of different people in the comics. Yeah. And in the comics, Jane Foster becomes female Thor. But no, I say he didn't hand Thor no. over, he handed control over. To um, Valkyrie. Yeah, which I will say, I know this film had a lot of random ways of introducing characters, but hers was one of the most almost throwaway introductions. It was like, here we are in this fishing port of a town, which is now New Asgard, which I quite liked. Yeah. Oh, look, there's Valkyrie with yeah. a fishing net. Yeah, and then we saw Korg playing video games. No, 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 no. Fortnite. Yeah, it's a video game. For the tag, it's Fortnite. Oh, okay. <laughs> For the tag. It's... But, um, <laughs> I mean, it's important to say that just because they've got a huge brand deal with Fortnite. Yeah. Because there's a huge game mode in the game at the moment where yeah. you can play as the Avengers and as Thanos. I, I'm going to say, though, because I, I did ask someone we know called Annie uh, sort of a question. Annie's first name drop on the podcast. Well, I've only just met her in the last week, so this yeah, it's going to be. true. Um, but she's a massive Marvel geek. She's a huge Marvel geek. So hopefully she might listen to this at some point. She probably won't. But she might, you never know, she might end up being a guest. I'm a little bit disappointed because I did know that when Infinity War came out, yeah. the, the gauntlet itself dropped, didn't it? Yeah, you can and pick you up had the gauntlet. Get... And... I am just really, because I've never played Fortnite. I'd no. like to. Yeah. But I just feel like they missed a trick. 
What's that? I think when you got the gauntlet, you should have been able to click and half the players disappear. I just think that should have happened. <laughs> you know, it is quite cool. The only element, obviously, the first time they did it, we won't focus on this for long, mm. but the first, in, with, with Infinity War, the gauntlet dropped. If you collected the gauntlet, you became Thanos. Yeah. You were mo more powerful. Everyone tried to kill you, simple as. Mm. But this time, they've completely overhauled it. You, half, the, the 100 players are split in half. Half of you players, the Chitauri army. Right. Half of you play as normal players, but you can pick up um, Cap's shield, um, Thor's Stormbreaker, um, Hawkeye's bow, but you can also use a grappling hook, and Iron Man's uh, like propulsion and blasters. Right. And then you have to fight off the Chitari from collecting the Infinity Stones right. and Thanos who spawns in randomly as well. So it's a much bigger game mode than the first time round, actually. And yeah. Very well done, very fun to play. Okay, back to the film. Thor, obviously, he ends up with the Guardians. That's yep. cool. And he's still Thor. He is still he's Thor. He's still fat, but he's still Thor. Um, he met his mum again before she died. That was quite Yeah, nice. it was quite a good scene. Um, now, I'm just going to say, I'm going to go back to the time travelling, because I want to talk about the time travelling. It's a huge element of the film, to be honest. Um, because when I was talking to my friendly about the fact that she just could not understand the time travel element. Yeah. Uh, and I explained a load of it. And then I tried to explain something and I got confused. <laughs> because, right, they have established you can't change time and every time you go back, you make a new timeline. So you're not changing what you've done. Who died, died. You yeah. Know, and all that kind of stuff. But, and that's fine. So when they've gone back, we know now they've kind of made offshoots of realities. Yeah. Right. So there's now a reality where Loki didn't get imprisoned. Yeah, there's a hot. Which, he, to be honest, could that could they not use that for the Loki series? Possibly is the reason because he's dead. He this is it. They didn't bring Loki back because he died properly. Yeah, but they kind of made him survive in an alternative world by he grabs a tesseract and disappears. He disappears. So there's a timeline now where he's fine. Yeah. There's there's a time travel. There's a timeline where something else happens. There's a time travel. Oh, I keep saying time travel. A timeline where uh, something else happens. Now there's two things I'm going to note. Yeah. Now, the, the, the big Thanos big fight at the end is not the same Thanos that did the click. No, it's not because they kill him at the beginning of they the film. They kill him at the beginning of the film. Very he's, he's quickly. A, right? This is a Thanos from the past. This is Thanos from um, before anything. It's before Star-Lord ever gets the power it, stone. It's, it's around the time of the first. We, we see Star-Lord doing his little song and dance thing on his way. Yeah. Right? So he, he never gets it. Who, who, uh, Nebula goes for it. Yeah, to be honest, Nebula's got a much bigger part in this film. Neb and she gets to meet herself and kill herself. Yeah, evil self. Good, evil good self. Nebula survives. Yes, but there's a, basically, without meaning to, she tells Thanos what's happening because yeah. she's on the same network. Which actually isn't something... Again, if someone says they predicted that, That's, they that did, you can't predict they that. They did not How would you be able to predict that Nebula going back in time to a time where she already exists, she'd be on the same network? Yeah, you wouldn't think that, would you? No, you... you. Yeah. Just for a moment, I got so scared because I love Karen Gillan and I love the fact that Nebula is part of the... properly part of the Avengers in this one. Yeah. Right? And then when I thought for a moment that she turned and she was going to do the dirty on him, but actually, no. She remained true. It was her past self that was still bad. Oh, did you... Did, was there a moment you thought that was real? When... No. When the... Uh, the signal went and alerted Thanos. Yeah. Just for that moment... I thought Nebula was doing that on purpose. Oh, right, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, that makes but sense. But then, when I realised that, no, our Nebula that I'll refer to her, 
yeah. actually was still a good guy because she doesn't want half the existence. No. And everything. The, yeah. the key of that thing is, um, our nebula is being she gets held captive, doesn't she? Yeah. And she goes to say to Gamora, "Do you not want to know what he's done to you?" But yeah. evil nebula stops her. Yeah. Not because she knows, but because obviously in her eyes she's lying. Yes, but it's like it's you. It's yeah. The future you. Yeah. And All it's... she can see is I'm weak. I, yeah. I become weak. At this point, though, right? Our nebulate nebulator. Nebulator. <laughs> our nebulizer. Uh, our... Isn't that to help you breathe? Yeah, the nebulizer. <laughs> our our nebula is really at this point the future of this old one. Yeah. But then that never happens as from this timeline point of view. But when I was looking up. It's the idea of if you kill yourself in the past, do you exist now? Yeah. So we know that's not the case because she doesn't disappear. Yeah. But uh, I read the thing when I was trying to find something written down to explain the time travel stuff to Lee. Yeah. And I actually really like the description of this change because Thanos knows now. So brings his entire, everything he's got to the few, to ours. Yeah. Right? To our time. So actually, when when we're talking about the changes in timelines... There's actually that timeline is really happy because Thanos and his army just disappear. True, and it never leads to the, the, the snap. No, which actually I think makes a lie out of something, unfortunately. What's that? Because Doctor Strange said there's only one reality where you win. That's not true. There's at least two because in another one he doesn't get the stones. I suppose he's not lying though because they don't win because there's never a conflict for them to win. Do you know what I mean? They, 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 the, the fight never happens in the first place in that world, so they can't win it. So it's te- but technicality, him saying there's only one way you win, is true, because in that other one, Thanos isn't there. Right. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's almost like a technicality of them going, well, technically you can't lose what's not being there to fight. I'll take that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the, the only thing that I'm still having real problems getting my head around, and yeah. I can't explain it, I, I think I've confused Lee more, <laughs> is I absolutely love how Captain America ends in this film. Yeah, they've done it justice. He, he's he got to take... Because this is the thing. They say to keep certain things on track, you have to put the Infinity Stones back where we took them from. Yeah, that's the whole Tilda Swinton yeah. thing. That's the deal that um, Banner makes. Yes. He says, well, I will. if you're worried that me taking your stone condemns your timeline, I will do what I need with it and I will bring it back. Yes, and that rectifies your timeline. Yeah, which I, again, hadn't thought about that. Yeah. Um, because she's worried about her timeline changing. Yeah, she's she like, yeah, be. she's like, yeah. Well, it might fix your timeline, but by doing that, you're condemning mine. Yes. So he says, right, we'll fix your thing. Yeah. Uh, but so Steve has to go back. But Steve also then goes back to see Peggy. He doesn't come back to the he, present, he does he? But the thing is, you've got this nice little scene where you've got Professor Hulk. Yeah. You've got Sam. And yep. you've got Bucky. Yeah. They all say bye to him, and it's like, okay, for us, it's going to be five seconds, but for him, it's however long he needs. Yeah, because he's going to yes. all the different tunnels with all the stones. Yes. So it's like, okay, one, two, three, four, five. Where is he? Where is he? And then they see an old man on a bench. Yeah. Now, this is the... It, I absolutely love it, because I don't have... While I warm to him in recent films, I've, ever since the moment they brought Falcon in... I've wanted Falcon to become the next Captain America. Yeah. Not Bucky. But I had, I think in the last podcast, I'd come around to the idea that it would be Bucky. Yeah. Sebastian Stan has a 12 picture deal. It makes sense. Yeah. In the comics, he is the next one. But the MCU have changed it now. They've gone with a different comic storyline. It is from the comics. 
But Steve Rogers is an old man now. And he gives the shield to Sam. Because at the end of the day, Bucky has killed a lot of people. He, yeah, he's still responsible for something. Yeah, with Tony Stark's parents' death for a start. Yeah. You know, whereas Sam is actually just a purely good guy. It makes sense from that. He's not a super soldier. No. But what I don't understand is how Steve Rogers is on the bench. Do you know what? When you mentioned this to me earlier, yeah. and I've been trying to think of a way to sound smart but at this point to go, well, actually, and I can't. Because all I, you know, the best I can do is yeah. go, maybe in, that's just how that timeline was meant to end up. Do you know uh, what I mean? Yeah, but that's not... There's no explanation there. He's created a new timeline. Yeah. And by creating that new timeline, by sitting on any bench, you're not going to end up in the same place as those three characters. Because they're from the original timeline. I can't think of an explanation, but I imagine there is a there is a there probably crystal is. clear one. Because they will have thought of it. I just don't understand it. No. It confuses me, although I love it. You know what? Now you've, you've said that. Yeah. You said the whole thing of Bucky can't really become Cap. Yeah, but it feels a bit weird because he's done a lot of bad things yeah. like kill yeah. kill the Starks. Not that there's anyone to remember that now. Iron Man is dead. Yes, but... Do you know what I mean? I was like, we haven't mentioned that at all yet. He needed to be. Oh, of course he did. I don't remember if we said it on cast last time or off cast. Uh, we, I know that we definitely said it was either going to be one of those two to die, Captain or Iron well, Man. this is the thing. I said if there's one character I'm certain will die, it was actually Captain America, and he didn't. No, so but we did there. also say that it, it would make sense for them to kill off Iron Man because if you kill one and retire one, the retired one kind of has to stay retired. Yeah. And now, obviously, now that they've aged Captain America, he, he is he, retired. He, he can't be an Avenger. No, even if he doesn't appear somewhere in a film as like a cameo, yeah. you're not going to have him as a main character. It'd be it'd be like the new Stan Lee. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Who got de-aging? We saw him in the past. I know, yeah, right? Which, cool. to be honest, is so it's kind of nice. It is this is his nice. last one. Yes. This is all his film now. Yes, that's it. Um, so the fact that you've aged Cap, so he can't reappear. Yeah. We know realistically if. Tony Stark was left alive to retire he wouldn't stay retired no and if he was going himself. to he he tried at the beginning of the film yes and he had reason to yes with his kid yeah and I will say since the film was ending I have used the phrase love you th- I, you know, I love, I love you. you 3000 yeah. in why? actual why have you done that uh, it was a joke to a friend who uh, took the film okay. quite I badly I thought you meant to your children <laughs> no, no to, to a friend who took the film quite badly <laughs> oh I see yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but no so yeah Tony Stark is dead and uh, a couple of years ago now, I think, because Sebastian Stan basically did a bit of a spoiler. And he talked about the fact that he was in a scene and he was like, to one side of me, I've got Michael Douglas and Michelle Pfeiffer. To another one, I've got Samuel Jackson. And he's like, I just, I'm amazed. And then it's actually, oh, I've now seen that scene. It's, it's the funeral. It's the very end, isn't it? It's yeah. the funeral. I thought about he that. gave away. And the only time in this film that... Um, Fury is in it as well. He's only in there, but Hank Pym does appear somewhere else. Uh, with a really bad wig, looking really young. Well, yeah, de-aged. Yeah, they, yeah, but they've given them huge hair. It's like, oh, come on, that I, doesn't I think it's because it was like 70s or whatever. Yeah, I get what they were trying to do, but that, that felt a little bit tacky on yeah. his look. But, but it was I quite, good. I quite like that. But it was a case of... Oh, well, because this is the same. Because, see, it's got uh, Ty Simpkins, who I've realised... A lot of people don't realise it's Ty Simpkins. They go like, who was that kid? Who was the, oh, from, the, yeah. Yeah, and it's like, well, he's, he's Harley from Iron Man 3. Of course he'd be. That is basically his sort of mentors. Yeah. Um, but no, it's kind of the big six. They are all finished now. The only one that I said I think you could have again now is Hulk. Because he's actually doing stuff. Do you know what? 
The problem with Hulk before they've done what they've done with him, mm. when you've just got it as Banner is Banner and then he turns into Hulk, can't control himself. There's only so much you can do with the character, yeah. and he had run his course. Yeah, I think everyone was pretty set. You could not do anything more with him as I. Yeah. But the fact that they've evolved the character now, they've almost made a new character. Mm. You could do more. And I, I will say that was one of my funniest moments of the film. Was Professor Hulk sitting in like the cafe with uh, Ant Man and. Who else was he sitting? When they went to to get him. Oh, Cap and Tasha. Yeah. And, and the, the kids come up and ask him for a photo, mm. and he's like, "Yeah, of course you can." And and Ant Man's like, "Do you want a picture of me? I'm Ant Man." And they're like, yeah. "No." And and Hulk's like, "Go on, take a picture of them." And he's and Ant Man's going, "No, no, they, they don't want a picture of me." <laughs> That's I mean, this film has done incredibly well at putting a huge amount of humour in it. There's so much in it considering what the film was about. Yeah. But at the same time. They've littered it with humour, drama, proper teary moments. I did not tear up in this film, but not... I didn't. But not no. because... Lee did. Yeah? Lee cried twice. Oh, I know. Some of my friends blarred. I mean, a lot of people cried when Tony died. I get that. Uh, and I think people died when Nat died as well. Yeah, I, I get that. But um, this film, to be honest, I didn't even get close to well enough in any of it. But it was still very f- emotional. It did well throughout the whole film was scattering that moment like that. Yeah. Like the moment when Peter Quill's back and yeah. he finds Gamora. Yes. That is quite heart-wrenching. Though I'm going to I'm going to bring something up now. What's that? Which is possibly an issue. What's that? Because I love the film, but when you think about it a little bit too much, <laughs> you can come up with issues. That's the problem. What's that? Right. Obviously, Nebula, not Nebula. Gamora. Yeah. Is in our timeline present. Yeah. Because she was from the past. Yeah. So it undoes the fact that Gamora had a proper death in the other one. Yeah. She did die. That's still in our past. But there is a, there is a Gamora for Peter Quill to find. She's gone missing at the moment. But and I'm sure that will play into Guardians 3. Yeah. But if you can have Gamora, can't you go back and get that? Well, the idea is they they could technically do anything. Now. You could get Quicksilver back. You, you could, could do you... any time travel. The idea is now though, they 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 had a limited amount of the time travel like spores, but now Hank Pym's back. Yeah. So they could get more. You can make more. But I suppose the idea is don't because you don't mess with time more than you have to. No. They did it because it was it was essential. They to have it. to to save basically. The and world. I think that's also what, a, a good thing, even though obviously Tony Stark does die in the end. He does that thing where he says, I'm only going to do this if we we can't undo. I don't want to lose my family. And, yeah. you know, it's he like... He says to Hulk, doesn't he? He, said, he says, I, we'll do this if we can get back what we lost. Yeah. But I don't want to lose what we found. But that all ties into the fact that they realise that they can't change the past. So you can't undo the click that way. No. But by getting all the sto- stones, getting all the stones, bringing them to the present... And doing a new snap now, you can bring everyone back that way. Yeah. And then, of course, Tony does another snap, which gets rid of all of Thanos' army. That's quite brutal, isn't it? Uh, and actually, do you know what? The best death for Thanos is the fact that no one individually killed Thanos. He snapped him and he dusted. He dusted, yeah. So, I mean, technically, Tony killed him. I get that. Yeah, but, yeah. but in theory, no one physically... Like killed like originally at the beginning of the film, Thor chops his head off. Yes, and it hits Thor quite hard. It's what makes Thor fat. Yes, because he's taken that. He takes quite hard that he's done that. Yeah, 
you know, he knows it needed to be done, but well, actually, no, him. I don't think it did need to be done, and that, that was no, the no, do you not, no, but it, that's how he, to he him, reacted. It needed to be done in his mind because it goes back to, and I'm going to remember something because after Infinity War, came oh, out, I misheard a line. You misheard a thing, yeah. and that comes up a lot now, doesn't it? Oh God, they they <laughs> quite. I heard because obviously, famously says you should have gone for the head. You heard. Oh, I heard hand because I thought the idea was cut the hand off. And it would have also worked if he'd cut the hand off. He couldn't then cut. He couldn't snap his fingers. It wouldn't have happened. No, true, but that also wasn't what was yeah, said. Yeah, no. This I did mishear it, but if he had said what I said, it would have also made sense. Yeah, because you cut the hand off, you can't snap. But but he then cuts his 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 head off, and they're like, "Well, what 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 have you done?" And he's like, "I went for the head." Yeah, and it's like, "Oh my god, that's that's traumatic." It is, and that's and within the first like what twenty minutes of the film. Yeah, because that's actually it's so weird because. <laughs> the start of the film, yeah, you see Hawkeye's family dust, but then you sort of kind of get to see them all. They're all mourning everything, but they're actually just building a plan. They're looking for Thanos. They find Thanos. They kill him. And we did predict that they might kill Thanos off quickly. Yes, we did actually go. For that them. was as far as our predictions went with that yeah. storyline. Hulk did not lose his arm; it just got injured. But I get the leaks that the guy who leaks stuff. Yeah, I think it was genuine leaks. Because actually, a lot of what he said did pretty much happen. Yeah. He said that someone dies and someone retires. And I think people filled the gaps in saying, well, obviously, he's talking about Cap dying and thingy retiring. And he just, people got it the wrong way around. Because the person who is anonymous said that Hulk wields the the gauntlet. Which he does. And then his arm explodes. Technically, his arm does pretty much explode. Yeah. It melts, really. And, actually, because I don't think we talk... I I know who I've talked about. Don't really mention the fact that it was actually Hulk who brings everyone back. Yeah. And I will say, I think they handled bringing them back really well. Because they could have so easily snapped the fingers and all the characters just reappeared in, on screen. Yeah. They did not do that. We didn't actually see any no, characters reappear. But I'm a little bit... I think that's a cop-out because we saw everyone dust. I want to know how did they just pop back? Did they But the thing is, up? we could see stuff like that. In future films. In other films, easily. But I actually quite like the fact that they didn't. No. I like the fact that it was... They snapped the fingers and actually what you saw is for the first time you saw nature reappear. You saw yeah, birds on the tree. You, did, you saw Paul Rudd as Ant-Man yeah. looking out of the window going guys guys I think it worked because there's now birds and colour on the trees yeah. they did very well at draining colour from actually. everything which I don't think you realised until it came back no you didn't but then they were immediately attacked by a ship and all colour went out do you again. know what though it went, It was so well done yeah. the fact that none of those guys had realised that Thanos had shot up through the roof in his ship from the from the past, yeah. and you have Paul Rudd as that man looking at the tree, going, hey "Guys, I think it worked." Then you just see them fire a load of missiles, and the first thing you see is it hit Ant Man and him yes. shoot backwards into the building. Yeah, and they all end up under the building with Hulk trying to keep it up with uh, Rocket trapped. There'd been predictions that Rocket would die, and when yeah. I saw him trapped under a building, I went, "Oh, this would die." I mean, the only real death we've had from this is Iron Man, really, isn't it? From this film. And, and Natasha, Nat- sorry, yeah. Natasha. And Natasha. They're, Those they're are the two, two Avengers ones. we've lost. Yes. But obviously, we're getting more... more um, that widow. She's got a film. Yeah, but the thing is, in the last podcast, I did say it's going to be a flashback, so actually it makes perfect sense for her to die. Yeah, yeah, completely. You know, I, I think that's... Uh, it's a shame, out of the six main Avengers, she was the first one to die. Yeah. And it does feel a bit tacky that she is the female. It's like... I, got... I didn't 
feel that. I didn't get Not that. Not tacky. Myself. I don't mean tacky. Yeah. I think I just felt I. Uh, I'm being mean here, but I would have actually liked it to have been Hawkeye. I would have rather Nat's alive. I think it made sense but... to to kill her off just because oh, obviously sense. you got his happiness now. I I think it's all that thing. The writers must really thought hard about which two do we send to get the Soul Stone. Yeah. Because one of them isn't coming back. We've set that up. Obviously, they had they had to have a moment where they decided who went to what times completely. Yes. Yeah. You know, there has to be that idea of well, who do we send back to New York to yeah. to to get this stone? Who do we send to get this stone? It makes sense to send Thor to Asgard. I, I tell you what, though, it's it's a bit of one of those. As a writer, I'm amazed by the film, but also then I think about what would I have done, and I still don't know. Now I've seen. Nat and Clint go off to get Soulstone. Yeah. I actually don't know who I would have sent instead. It makes sense because those two were the closest when they all became Avengers. They were the yeah. only two who really knew each other. The idea of you have to sacrifice something you love. And they, they love each other, but from a friendship point of view. Yeah. They've been through so much. They're the ones But then history. I would also argue the idea of you sacrifice something you love. I don't think the way she dies classes as him sacrificing her. No, but I think it's almost like she sacrificed herself. But I suppose in I, he, I suppose he the toll go. has still been paid because she's sacrificing herself. Very sa- great yeah. But the way obviously the first Infinity War does it is you have to sacrifice something you love. Yeah. So I feel like the fact that they have a struggle between them kind of fills that gap a little bit. But I do think that is, it's not a plot hole, but it's almost like a little bit, they've kind of it, they, gone a bit loose with the idea of sacrifice. It works for the film. Yeah, they sacrificed themselves, but didn't sacrifice but, something. To be honest, yes, it makes sense. Do you think, though, considering they said, don't interact with past versions of yourself, why do Cap and Tony go back to the Battle of New York where they are? The problem with that is, they are all pretty much there. Yeah, but... Ant-Man, who does go with them. Yeah. Ant-Man, Nebula, True. Rocket. And I'm going to say, I mean, Cap fights himself. Yes, he does. That, I mean, yeah, that, that's awesome. proper, like, it's paradoxing awesome. himself there. Yeah. Um, but it's not, because it's a new timeline. Yeah. And, and obviously, the, the Tony one... has interacts with himself, really, doesn't he? Not himself. Kind of. Like, he goes to... He's, he's, he, I know he doesn't interact, but he's very close to himself. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, he's, goes, he's, he dresses as, like, a security yeah. guard. Oh, that's nice, actually. Seeing after the Battle of New York, stuff we've never seen before. Like Strike come in, uh, they take the case, they move down, they go down the elevator, they see Alexander Pierce. Yeah, it's all just a nice, nice. It's seeing things we haven't seen before, but from an element that we have seen before. Yes, and at least when Cap does see past Cap, past Cap thinks that he's Loki, disguises him, which fits perfectly. Yes, because we've seen him do it. Um. But yeah, I mean, what is there? Is there one more thing that you would want to say about the film that you love? Do you know what? I'm trying to think if there's a ca- any characters we've missed out. We, we haven't right, really right. talked about all the dusted characters coming back. But, but to be honest, there's not much to talk about there. No. Because they all reappear. Obviously, we get some emotional Peter, because Peter comes back just in time to see his love and mentor die. Yeah. That yeah. was quite quite well done. Both Peters actually get to see... Peter Quill. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, sorry, I meant Parker. I know. Spider-Man, yeah. Too many Peters. Yeah, too many Peters. Too, too many, many Chris's Peters. in real life. Yes. Uh, just in case no one actually saw it, uh, Craig sent me a picture of a character we had both missed when we saw it. Oh, uh, yeah, I did In the big this. fight. Howard the Duck is there with a gun. Apparently. I will have to have a look for it, because that is cool. That's, that is cool. Um, I'm just trying to think. So we, we've done Thor. We've done... Um, 
we've done we've done the main Avengers, haven't we? Really. The main six we've talked a lot yeah. about. We've touched on Rhodey. Um, Captain Marvel. Anything about Captain Marvel, really? No, actually, she wasn't in it as much as I thought. They did no, keep her out. I'm of it. glad they did. And actually, there was that moment where, in that big final fight, everything started firing into the sky. And I can't remember who it was. One of the characters was like, "What are they all firing at?" And then the the, the sky lit up, and you're like. Oh, of course. She hasn't been in this fight yet. Yeah, but I will say, she could have brought an army with her. She just yeah, took on her own. Yeah, She's but been going to be around. honest, she, can't, she seemed to be dealing with it all right. Yeah, she took on Thanos and actually... Was... There was a moment, though, when Thanos fought back a little bit and I was like, yeah. oh, yeah. oh, oh my God. Well, Thanos <laughs> has been the biggest bad we've had, so it yeah. totally makes sense. I know that this is the end of this saga, but what's next? Well, okay, this is the thing. It's not the end of Phase 3. What? Is it not? No, uh, Kevin Feige has announced that actually Spider-Man Far From Home is the end of Phase Why? 3. I suppose it's almost like an epilogue. Yes, it's. I, I kind of think it's messy. I think it's... I, I, I want it, it is messy, but I suppose... Look at it. You know what? Spider-Man is almost like a post-credits film. Yes. Because it is going to be re- gonna... referenced that Tony's dead. Yes. It and makes sense. It might have... Uh, one of the existing, as in like, still alive, Avengers in it. And I think... It could be Professor Hulk. Yeah, that makes sense. He's you, science, you've he's got a scientific link there. Especially as we know our villain is mysterious, so there's going to be some like um, yeah. some scientific so, elements there. At the same time, they did in Infinity War make sure that Peter Parker and Stephen Strange had stuff to do, and they worked quite well. Good link. So they, and we they, know they get on really well off-screen. Yes, and obviously there's going to be more Doctor Strange films. Yeah. So actually connecting all the the new lot rather than keep bringing back the old ones. Yeah. Does kind of make sense. We need to round it off. Yes, we do. But it was badass when all the dead characters did reappear. Oh. And, and the um through the portal. Too. Yeah, yeah, the portal just opened and they all came through. Yeah. That was badass. It was seeing so many and I you know what? Yes, in Ragnarok I saw it. But when Valkyrie came in on a Pegasus yeah, oh, I hadn't but... really referenced it before. No. But then you see the Pegasus and you're like, wow, flying horse. Yes, this is brilliant. That was well. There, there's just actually, and obviously Black Panther. It's just the, the Guardians come through, Spider-Man comes through. It is actually just really cool. I think the best way to end this podcast, yes. was it what you th- were expecting? Did it do justice to, to the 10 years in the making? Was it what I was expecting? No, no, it wasn't. But that's a good but thing. in such a good way, because uh, I could not have predicted how this film went beat to no. beat. There were things, yes, I sort of had predicted. There are going lodges. to be little loopholes and, and yes. plot holes in every single thing you look at. Ever. Oh, there will be. For me, Endgame really summed up the MCU as what it's been. And I don't think it's they the perfect Endgame. And do you know what? Considering that this is the last film that Stanley filmed for because he, sadly he died. Yeah. I think it is the best way to end it. It was that it did a very honourable death for Tony Stark and yes. for Tasha. Yes. They did very well. I think they closed it off, closed it off perfectly. Yes. Uh, and talking of closing off, no post credit scene. No. But did you not love the credits with the big six getting to like sign their names over their pictures? That's and cool. they did it back to front. Normally, the last person you see the credit of is Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. It does it, and I actually think that was a really good tribute to the main six. Okay, so here's a question for you. It's not in game, it's looking forward. Uh, other than Spider Man, what films, Marvel wise, would you like to see in the future that have not been announced? What kind of, that none have... of the characters that we've got, yes. what films would you like to see going forward? Okay, well, sort of 
to sequels of brand new characters. Anything. Because we okay. know we know that like the X-Men are coming into the world at some point. They'll have to. They've, yeah, they've got Fantastic the rights. Four. We know that Deadpool is still going to be Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. And will still be... Like, so R-rated. what are we thinking? Like, I personally... Yeah. I'm looking... I would like to see a Captain Marvel film or something a bit more Captain Marvel now that she is Captain Marvel. Yeah. I... Yeah, I'm, I'm down for that. Obviously, they've only just brought her in, so there will be a Captain Marvel film. Yeah. There will be a Doctor Strange 2. There will be a Black Panther 2. We know all that. Uh, but I've, I'm actually really interested to see, because just before the film had come out, uh, Tessa Thompson, who plays Valkyrie, yeah. had said there was interest, again by Taika Waititi, who did Ragnarok, in doing another Thor film. Okay. And Thor's still around. Thor's in Guardians they of the Galaxy. They could do it. Definitely do it. He's around. He's fat Thor, but that could be cool. Now, obviously, this has been a Marvel-centric episode. And I'm going to give a very quick nod to DC here. Oh, wow. I felt a little bit sorry for DC. Well, they've got, they'll never top this. Nope, they won't. <laughs> but I, I do not know who made this marketing decision. They need a slap. From Who in the DC world thought it was a good idea two days after the release of Endgame to release the Pennyworth trailer? Who thought, you know what, <laughs> Endgame has just hit the cinemas. Let's release the trailer for a film about Batman's butler. It's not a film, it's TV series. Either way, though. But yeah, but yeah. Do you know, it's not the best marketing decision. No, well, they're probably just trying to catch But I think, let's be honest, does that not sum up DC's efforts a little bit? Well, DC <laughs> are probably going to look at how much money Endgame is making. And, and go, we could have done this so much better. Yeah. <laughs> well, how, how far along is the Batman film now? <laughs> Oh, uh, who knows? What's our next podcast, Tobias? Right. I'm not quite sure when we're doing it. Nope. But we have had, at this point in time, as we sit here, three episodes. No, two episodes. No, it did air. It did air in England. But we haven't seen it yet. No. So yeah, technically still, no, no. it's tonight's episode, isn't it? So tonight is the third episode of the final season of Game of Thrones. Oh! Yes. Now, obviously, it's a big one. It, to, so far, we've had no deaths or anything. No. no not major deaths or anything. Tonight... Definitely there's going to be deaths. Oh, hell yeah. Now, what we're going to try to do before the sixth and final episode is yeah. we're going to try to get together and give our predictions. A bit like our uh, last episode of this. Yes, we're going to give our predictions. We kind of need to do it sooner rather than later because yeah. who knows how it's going to go. I think we need to do it within the next couple of weeks. Yes. Definitely. So basically, we're going to predict and also sort of, I guess, say our feelings about how this final season of yeah. Game of Thrones has happened, uh, how it's been, how we felt, and just let's... Well, it's been one of the biggest series, and we need to do a podcast on it. We definitely do. Whilst it's still going, which in four weeks it won't be. (laughs) You better not be late with this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) That is true. So, that's the end of our Marvel Endgame Endgame! (laughs) I didn't know how to follow the epicness of that. (laughs) So, in two weeks, it will be our Game of Thrones episode. Game of Thrones! Yeah! Yeah! But it's time to say goodbye. Don't forget you can follow us on Twitter at The Manic as well as... Tumblr. Tumblr. Which is The Manic. Two N's. Very important. Two N's. We always say it's very important. It is very important. If you you only put one N in, you won't find us. Excellent. So on that lovely bombshell, (laughs) we've got about 40 minutes until Game of Thrones. Woo! So, it's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from him. And that's definitely the end game. End game!